Welcome to the climb. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is what you're going to need to get ahead in today's music business. They're not going to sign you based on talent alone or songwriting talent alone. They're going to have to see that you've got some skin in the game, that you know what you're doing, that you have a track record. And that is why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. Brilliant. Who came up with that? My good friend, my good co-host, and the Baxter and maker, Mr. Brent Baxter. <laughs> Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you can write like a pro, do business like a pro. And not only that, he actually connects you to the pros. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. Daredevil has created over 25 national TV opportunities for their independent artists, and they've done this by making them discoverable. They've also created multiple tour opportunities, and through the power of digital marketing data, they've attracted a number of investors for their artists. Investors are the money people, and the money people like the numbers because the numbers don't lie. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. How are you, brother? Extra crispy. I'm extra Do you know good. why the numbers don't lie? Because the numbers can't talk. Oh, there it is. There mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> so, hey, uh, today I'm going to blow your mind, and this is going to sound absolutely contrarian to everything that we have served up to you in the past. And here's the title of today's episode, Stop Acting Like a Star. Stop it. Stop acting like the stars. But I want to be a star. Then stop acting like one on digital. I I want to, wait, what? On digital. What do I mean by that? What do you mean? We're going to dive deep and get you some clarity on one of the biggest issues that we see at Daredevil with our clients and try to impart our findings, our experience on to you for this episode. So before we do that, let's take care of a little business, okay? Mm-hmm. I know it's a digital world out there, but it's, it's extremely important for physical media to play a role in the today's independent musician's career. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CDs, vinyl, T-shirts, USBs at gigs has become not only an an important income generator, which sounds like the understatement of the century. It's everything. It's how you're going to get to the next town if you're not doing this, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, for every CD you sell at a gig, you got to have like 3,000 streams to equal the same amount of money. Streams are great. We love them. Bring them on. But you need 3,000 to equal what you'd make just if you had a CD on the merch table and sell it from the stage. One. CD. So Mass says, hey, you know what? You're leaving money on the table when you don't have merch on the table. So the fine friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for said merch. You can get your disc there and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. And you can find them online at www. It's on the interwebs. Discmakers.com. That's D-I-S-C makers.com. Or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That is 800-468-9353. 
If you haven't joined the uh, Climb community yet, please do so on Facebook. We let everybody in. It's very active. We have, I mean, there are people there every single day making posts, making comments, giving their wins, uh, sharing music, all in the right places. It's very structured. There's a couple rules. All you got to do is follow them. But it keeps growing every single day. And this is not a Facebook community that is just, what do you want to call it? Tumbleweed city. (laughs) Right. It's actually happening in there and we're super proud of it. So uh, make sure you do that. Join the client community if you haven't done so. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume podcasts so that all the episodes come in and you can access and go kind of through and cherry pick the ones that seem like they make sense to you. Mm-hmm. Take 30 seconds to leave an honest rating and review. Let some other people know what you think about it. We read them all on the air, the good ones and the bad ones. We got a few bad ones, but mostly five stars, which I'm happy to report. Yes. And then finally, the best thing that you can do is if you're finding value in this, if you're taking time out of your precious day to listen to my nasty voice right now, mm-hmm. then certainly tell somebody about it. Share it on your social media. Tell a bandmate, uh, another artist in your community, another songwriter you work with, hey, there's some great information here. This is going to help you. You, sh- you need to listen to this podcast. Like, I love it. You'll love it too. And give your you know, stamp of approval on it, right? That's right. All right. So what the hell? What do I mean? <laughs> Stop acting like a, the stars, Johnny. Really? Yes. This is what you're going to try to dump on me today? Like confuse me? Exactly. I've been told fake it till you make it all my life. I've seen these people on Instagram that are, you know, getting pictures made in front of rented sports cars and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. With money that they got to hurry up and get back in the bank before one of their automatic deposits or withdrawals <laughs> hits. So, yeah. yeah. What do you mean I'm not supposed to act like a star? So on digital is what I mean. Like on a digital yeah. platform, on social media, you can't behave. Like even the way 99.9% of the stars are behaving today and expect results. Well, what the hell do you mean by that? Well, because we've broached this subject a lot in the past, but now we're going to go dive deep down into this rabbit hole. And I want you to get a clear understanding of the difference between a broadcast platform and a digital platform. And then you got to ask yourself, okay, so I see all this content on this star's feed, let's call it the Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. I want to do the same thing, right? So you mm-hmm. are going to model if you're interested in, in being good, I mean, I, you're going to go, okay, well, who's good? Who do I like? Okay, let's do what they're doing, right? Yeah. You're going to deconstruct it. You're going to reverse engineer it and try to go in there and do that. However, you're doing apples and oranges here, and it's like an illusion, okay, mm-hmm. on digital. Because if, you, if you're not aware of how they broke, and what I mean by broke, like how did they amass this audience? If they amassed it on broadcast, then they're not using digital as the way to amass their audience. Digital is just another storefront for them. It's, it's the effect, not the cause. And exactly. so, Ooh, so broadcast, yeah. oh, thank you. So broadcast, you're looking at TV, radio, touring, big events, touring, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Whereas digital, we're talking Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Right. How do you so, grow an audience doing that? And, and I think a lot of people are very frustrated because number one, it's foreign to them. And we, you know, we've tackled that in the past before, but number two, when they do get like a wild hair at their butt and they're like, I'm going to get better at digital. And then where do they go? They go to their favorite artists and they look Mm -hmm. at what they're posting and you're probably, 
I mean, there's like a 99% chance you're getting bad information. You're getting information that works for an artist that you love, but that artist broke on a broadcast platform. They didn't break on digital. They didn't use digital to create a bigger audience. Okay. They already had an audience and then social media came out and they're like, Oh, here, here's another place we can connect. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they got a bunch of followers on social media. So that's what I want you to dig in and, and really, you need to ask yourself the question first is like, how did they break? Okay. Let's look at some artists and then let's talk about some of their content in their feeds. And this is because of this, because people aren't going all the way back to the beginning and trying to connect the dots. It makes social media look like a broadcast platform, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. And you say, Johnny, well, Taylor Swift's got 121 million followers on Instagram. Broadcast is defined as one to many. That would be one to many. Yeah. Now it's a, yeah, you're right about that. And certainly, you know, the social proof and of the crowd and things that happen that, that make people do things and feel more comfortable commenting or following or buying or, or whatever, all that factors in. Yes. But here's the real answer is when was the last time you got together with a bunch of your buddies and a couple six packs and a couple pizzas, or you got together with your best girlfriends, your squad, and, and you opened a couple bottles of wine and made some tapas and you plugged your laptop into the big screen TV and y'all looked at your Instagram feed together. <laughs> I say that to my potential new clients and it's like, ah! Like, ugh. and it's just, it's almost like I said, why don't you, you know, rape your daughter? It's just that <laughs> uncomfortable, right? It's that like, well, I mean, like, maybe not horrific. that uncomfortable. It's, That's it's horrific, <laughs> but they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. You know, like, no, no. Why don't you, know, why don't you open mouth kiss your brother? So I'm like, ah! yeah. like, no, 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 no. like, you'd never do that. So here's the thing. Digital always consumed one-to-one first, one-to-one. Mm-hmm. And then there's things that can happen that resemble the power of broadcast. But it's different. And so for you to be able to be an independent artist and to try to grow your audience, which you can absolutely do on digital, you can't confuse broadcast messaging with digital messaging. So let's take Carrie Underwood, for instance. Well, this is very interesting, by the way. Carrie Underwood is, and Chelsea and I went deep into this conversation, which kind of made me want to make this a podcast episode, okay? Mm-hmm. And she was talking about Carrie Underwood. She goes, you know, have you ever noticed that most Carrie Underwood songs are written in the third person? Yeah. She tells a lot of other people's stories. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, she had a record called Storyteller. Yeah. And which means that she's not like telling her own. No. Right. (laughs) She's not like a Travis Meadows or an artist that does stuff in the first person. It's so it's a little more removed. It's a little more, it's a little less vulnerable, not to take away from her, Ability as a star. I mean, you've still got to be vulnerable, walk out on that stage and blow doors and, yeah. and do all that. But I mean, I think that speaks volumes. And then where did Carrie Underwood come from? She came from American Idol, mm-hmm. right? And then where did she go right from American Idol? She went to radio. Yeah. So one broadcast platform to another broadcast platform, and then she's touring. And this is how Carrie Underwood created her audience. It wasn't because she was a master at digital. Right. Okay. Kim Kardashian feels like broadcast, right? Because I think she gets like 500000 or a million dollars to post, wear some piece of clothing or something. 
that you're selling, that a manufacturer is selling. And that works because she's got this massive audience. But she didn't create the massive audience by being good at Twitter or being good at Instagram. How did she create the audience? Well. TV. Yeah. Listen, it doesn't matter why. Yeah. We're not arguing about the potency of the soup. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whether or not, you know, she's famous for being famous, right? Yeah. But she already had the audience and then social mm-hmm. media just now she can come in and be savvy at social media. Yeah. Okay. And which she is, but that's not how she grew her audience. Okay. Yeah. So don't confuse those two things. So Again, looking at her feed can help you. Yeah. So Carrie Underwood's 9.1 million Instagram followers. That is an effect of her being a superstar. That's not the cause of her being a superstar. And if you, want to get to 9.1 million, you can't treat Instagram like Carrie Underwood does. She treats it like the effect of being famous. Right. You can't make it the cause of you being famous and treat it the same way. We're not saying it's wrong for her to do that. I mean, although she could be doing it better, I think she leaves fans on the table. I think she leaves Mm -hmm. money on the table. And let's say she, we're not picking on Carrie Underwood here. This is the first of a few other artists we're going to talk about. And it's every artist. It's every artist is doing Mm -hmm. this okay because every label's doing this and and people in the industry are doing this and so i want you guys to fully understand this because sometimes you're going to get some opportunities to the big wig and it could be it seems like it's a blessing but it could be a curse because if they don't understand it Mm -hmm. then they're not going to help you they could hurt you right yeah so if you're trying to compare Kim Kardashian's social media, which looks and works like broadcast, this is going to be confusing. And if you're trying to model your content after someone who is broadcast famous, you are not going to grow your audience because it comes across as obnoxious in a one-to-one exchange, which is what Mm -hmm. digital platforms are, which is what social media is. Let's take Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is one of the artists that really gets social media. And it's very confusing because if you look at her feed, it's largely look at me, 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 look at me. But she is still very good at making her fans feel important, right? She makes it about them, which is really smart. But remember, she broke on radio and TV and touring, really on touring enough to get on TV and then to get on radio. And, like she, and MySpace was even really in the early days. And she treated that much different than she does her, let's say, Instagram feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so let's talk about just broadcast for a second. I mean, broadcast, you can't look bad, right? You're not going to go on Jimmy Kimmel and look like you just got out of Don't bed. have your hair and makeup done. Yeah, you're not going to do that. You're not going to walk out on stage and not be stage ready and not have your hair and makeup done and look like a million bucks. Right. You're not going to, you know, you might go to radio like that, but you can't go to radio and sing bad. (laughs) Right. If you're doing like radio tour or something, that's not good. Mm -hmm. So if you carry that over into digital, and again, if you're trying to grow your business on digital, you're trying to grow your brand on digital, that stuff doesn't work. Okay. So one of the things Chelsea and I were talking about was she's got a friend who is, her name's Tara Thewson, I think is the way you pronounce her last name, T-A-R and her handle on Instagram. I want you guys to look at her, at her handle. It's at T-A-R-A-T-H-U-E-S-O-N. So this is 
somebody who created a business. Now, this is not a music business, okay? But this is the same stuff holds true. She does like products. She tests out products and stuff and gives her honest opinion. But she's this real world person who is married. She's got kids. And she's got almost 100,000 followers. And by the way, makes a very comfortable living her damn self on Instagram with just 100,000, like 98,000 followers. But she is the opposite of broadcast marketing. She understands digital. So she is, I mean, one of the posts that she had up there that Chelsea and I were laughing about is I think her dog puked on one of her kids. And the kid- them right. Yeah, and the kids are screaming. The kid was screaming because it peeked all over the car and on her kid, and the kid's crying, and she's laughing her butt off, and she's like, am I a horrible mom for thinking, number one, this is funny, and number two, I don't want to clean that up. That's you. <laughs> but this is not something that you would see probably Carrie Underwood do or Taylor right. Swift do or something like It's just It doesn't happen that way. But this, it's this kind of honesty, authenticity. I'm just like you, and this is – is that for her? Is that for her? Like, does it benefit Tara? To, I mean, it does benefit Tara, but does it, it make does. her look like a rock star because she's showing that the dog peed all over her car and her kids? It's disgusting. Yeah, that's but not it's the really look at my funny. perfect life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's like, no, I'm just like you. And so this is why if for her brand, it's like when I tell you that this hairdryer blows, then you hmm. should believe me. Wait, is that good or bad for the hairdryer? I don't know. That's probably a bad example. Like a vacuum cleaner that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Anyway, sorry. You know, in a little bit here, I'm going to give you some more handles for artists who broke on digital and go look at some of their feeds and then go look at some of your favorite artist feeds. So how did this conversation come up? We get a brand new artist that we're working with that I'm super stoked about. They're, They're a metal band. They're a great metal band called Weapons of a New. And we just kind of got into some, we always have challenges with new artists or new clients that we bring on because part of our job is if we're going to be effective at growing their audience digitally, which is what this band is going to have to do. Part of our job is going to be to, we have to number one, explain to them how it works on digital and number two, get them to buy into it. Right. It doesn't matter that we're right. It matters if they believe it, that we're right or not. And so how do we do that? And so they had one particular post that garnered some attention from the leader of the band, wasn't very happy because we had this like really killer image of the bass player. And there was a quote that said, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire, which is a quote from Metallica. And we- Looking at it right now. Yeah. And so we had the, the hash Metallica. So we gave the credit to where it came from and- his question, and this is a good question, okay? This is a good question because he's honestly asking, like, we're trying to promote Weapons of a New. What the hell are we doing promoting Metallica? Mm-hmm. Well, this is different. This isn't, you're not on a broadcast platform. You're not on TV talking about Metallica. You're not on the radio talking about Metallica. What you're trying to do is connect with people online, right? So the people, I think, like people who like Metallica would like this band, right? Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but a bunch of them would. It's not exactly like Mattel. It's not thrash metal, but it's heavy. It's heavier. Mm-hmm. So if you see that and you're like, oh my God, these guys love Metallica and look at that picture. They look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we could be friends, right? All of a sudden there's a common thread there of something that we all like. Okay. Then the other, if you scroll up Brent, on that feed, there's the mm-hmm. coffee quote, right? Well, I was just looking at that. I wanted to bring that up. Okay. So it's, so this metal band, right? Yeah. And they're into coffee. And so the um, caption here says, 
coffee gets Reno fired up. Any other coffee drinkers out there? Hashtag coffee drinkers, coffee lover, rock and roll style, metal forever. So you think, okay, you think your normal Instagram coffee picture is going to be like the perfect little cappuccino with the little heart or the leaf drawn in the foam? No. <laughs> this black background, black coffee mug, you know, white on the inside, and this looks like the um, coffee from feet into it. <laughs> it's being poured from like 10 feet up, almost like someone's had way too much coffee and they're relieving themselves in the cup. It's a very rock and roll coffee picture is what I'm saying here. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so I was just thinking about that. I was scrolling through going, that's on target. That's on brand. It's yeah. not, See, it's not, they the, didn't like it. Cause they're like, like pumpkin spice. Yeah, right. no. it's got some basic, uh, some basic batch stuff. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not the, it's not Starbucks. It's like, this is strong black coffee for strong black music. There you go. <laughs> you know? Now, so so there's some things that we're gonna that we've done differently. So I'm gonna just stay on the coffee picture for a second, okay? okay. And by the way, that if you want to look at this with us, the handle for Instagram is Weapons of a New A N E W. Yeah, A N E. Weapons of a New. So they didn't get this right. So I'm flying to Chicago tomorrow because they got a show up there, and I'm just gonna go hang out with them and kind of reconnect. And they're great guys, man, and they're killer band. And I just I get to do some business and hang out at a killer rock show. Don't make me do it. Don't throw me in the bar. <laughs> exactly. Rabbit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also this is part of my job. I got to go and say, Hey, this is what we need to do, but we can do a cooler job of this picture. Right? So there's some stuff, there's some apps that we can use to make this a little edgier because they are a metal band. So scroll mm-hmm. up one more picture. This is the one I created for the singer <laughs> yeah, that's with nice. Werbel, which is like super killer, right? Heart of an angel, vocals from hell. Like this guy is just like Ray is a great singer. And so I put some of these animated angel wings like on his back mm-hmm. and then some fire around it. So it just is interesting, right? It just all mm-hmm. of a sudden you want to sit there and you want to look at that. And we've had 67 or 164 views on it. We've got comments and people are chiming in on it because that's a good image so there's a way that we can do a little bit more to make it we've only been posting for these guys by the way for like a week and a half so this is part of the beginning process of us trying to find something that they think is going to be cool and represent them well and that we know will help right so Mm -hmm. we could have done some cool stuff with coffee like making some fire come out of it or because it says it gets reno fired up we could have put some fire on there we just had some tech issues for the intern that was doing this and I was kind of showing them this other app and blah, blah, blah. And we fixed some stuff. But here's the point. Their position on this is almost like everybody's position. Like if you, because it's what they know, it's what you know. This is how you're being marketed to on mm-hmm. digital, right? Or excuse me, on broadcast. And if you try to bring it over on digital, it's not going to help. What am I going to say about the coffee? I'm going to say there's a lot of people who love metal music that would love your music that also love coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if we can attribute that to you and do something really cool with it, then people are going to be like, oh, it's not just look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. There's something in it for me. Yeah. Oh, I like coffee too. Well, it's you like, know? look at us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Me and you, the fan or the Ooh, viewer of Instagram, it's look at us because yeah. Reno gets fired up about coffee. Don't you? It's, yeah. it's us. There you go. You get, you get a little taste of the band, pun intended. With Metallica quote. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, look at us. We dig Metallica. Yeah. So I want you to, when you guys are trying to grow and trying to get your head around this digital, just your, even your branding on your social media, be cognizant of looking at the right sources. Like who are the stars that are certainly the music stars, but also stars 
on these platforms that broke on these platforms or on a digital platform. And I can just about guarantee you, if you look at their feeds, it's going to look vast, compare it to somebody who broke on broadcast. If you go to Casey Musgrave's feed, Mm -hmm. it's look at me, 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 look at me. Yeah. You just, it's like you open up a magazine. It's the Casey Musgrave's magazine and they're all Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Right. Now, great shots and very professional. She looks look- amazing. I love Casey. I'm a big Casey Musgraves fan. Yeah, I'm a fan too. I, I want to be transparent about this. I heard that record for the first time. I played it like five times the whole record in a row. And I think I reached out to you and a couple other people. I'm like, Lala, one of my other artists, I'm like, this is going to win record of the year. Like, I knew it right away. This is yeah. brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. She didn't get any love hardly at all on radio. I mean, she's gotten love for some cuts she's had with her other artists. Yeah. But they don't seem to making her famous on radio. Right. But she tours her butt off. She's been, she just works. She Mm -hmm. work, 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 work. Still broke on broadcast. Yeah. Touring and TV. And, you know, Grammys. And the Grammys. That kind of stuff. (laughs) You know. And she's been on CMAs a bunch and the ACA Mm -hmm. and all that. So she's not... Digital is not getting her into growth. Broadcast is getting her into growth. So if you look at her feed and you think that looks cool for you, there's one part that's missing. You know, unless you're on broadcast, unless you're on TV and radio and you're touring all the time, that's not going to work for you because Mm -hmm. that content right there is only relevant for her fans. Yeah. The people that already know her, Right. But how is that getting her into growth? Where are the new eyeballs? Like if the new eyeballs are coming because they're going to see her live, she's opening up for somebody else. They see her on the ACAs. They see her on the Grammys and they get turned on to it. God bless. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But that feed, her Instagram feed, not getting her into growth. Because if you don't know who she is and you come across that or you get turned on to her and you go there, you're going to think, well, this looks like the person that you met at a, 
you just met at a cocktail party, you can't stop talking about themselves. It could come off as obnoxious, mm-hmm. right? And that's not who Casey is. Right. But so here's where the disconnect is. And certainly, you know what? Like maybe Casey can get away with it a little bit digitally because Casey is a solid freaking artist who won album of the year on Grammys mm-hmm. and she's out there touring and everything, but you're not. Right. You're not. Right. So, so remember um, we talked about this before, I think, but um, there's that baseball movie with Kevin Costner called Bull Durham. And his job is he's the old salty catcher in the, mm-hmm. in the AAA league that needs to prepare this brand new young buck, Tim Robbins, who's got a, a lightning fast arm and can throw a hundred mile an hour fastball. And, but he's a total bonehead right and yeah total head case he's got to mm-hmm. groom him for for the big leagues because he's going to mm-hmm. get called up and go to the show and so one of his lessons is like look man he picks up his shower shoes and there's mold all over his shower shoes he's like look there's mold on your shower shoes he's like when you get into the show and you become a hundred million dollar pitcher the press is going to think you're colorful because you got mold on your shower shoes it's almost adorable right mm-hmm. But until then, it just means you're disgusting, <laughs> you know? So you got you to play the game right. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk is a massive multi, 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 multi-millionaire who created his whole empire online. Like his dad mm-hmm. owned a wine store in New Jersey. Yeah. He's an immigrant. Like his parents are immigrants, like literally immigrants. Like I think he grew up in the Eastern Bloc. As a yeah, kid. he was born in Russia, like Belarus, I think, or something. And they yeah. came over and uh, he came over and he was a kid from Russia. Yeah. Got to this day, got two grandparents on his paternal side and the maternal side, grandfathers who were in jail in Russia for political views. Mm-hmm. Real came from it, man. And then dad had a wine store and he took this wine store to Twitter and in winestore.com and create and did something digitally. YouTube and yeah. Yeah. And so, and now, well, now he's grown into YouTube. It even starts, but it all started like on Twitter and now he's everywhere. And, but what he's doing is the content's for you, the content's for you, the content's for you. All mm-hmm. he's doing is thinking about you. He understands digital. He's a good guy to follow. He's a good guy to go look at his Instagram feed, go look at his Twitter feed, go look at what's going on in him for YouTube. And how does that differ from, an artist, let's say, that's broke on broadcast. Um, there's social media companies out there, this blows my mind, that are in Nashville. I'm not going to name any of these companies, okay? But they are companies that were started. They charge a boatload of money, okay? And they have really famous clients, so it looks really good. They're, these are people who used to be in the record industry in this form, and now they've gone over to this form. But what do they know? They know broadcast. They don't mm-hmm. know digital. you know and so they're paying a boatload of money but they're not getting you into growth look at the content that they're posting for their artists it's like they have relationships so they get to get that client but they don't know what they're doing and so it's like the blind leading the blind like the artists don't know digital if they blew up on broadcast and so they don't really understand it the way like a Gary Vaynerchuk or the way a Tara Thewson is going to understand it and so they don't know if it's right or wrong it feels good to them because it feels like broadcast so they just get to all this money and they're not really being effective mm-hmm. at all. And we've had some clients that have come from some of these companies and we're like, well, how, what's it like? You know what? They're really good at branding. But I mean, between me and you, they suck at social. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Okay. Like they really don't know how to grow a social account. So I want you to know the background of your, whoever it is that you're looking at. I mean, the real good, analogy that we use that, that illustrates this, the difference in why what works on broadcast doesn't work on digital is the Axl Rose analogy, right? Axl Rose in 
a packed stadium. And he's like, everybody get your cell phones up in the air. Come on. Right. And we all pull our cell phones out and we put them up mm-hmm. in the air. Some of us do it because Axel told us to, and we'll do it. Right, yeah. But most people do it. Why, Brian? Because everybody else is doing it. Because everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's called social proof. That's, this is how we're hardwired on social proof as human beings. This is how you learned to talk. This is how you learned to walk. Everybody was talking. Everybody was walking. And you mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of that tribe. And so you are trying as hard as you can as a toddler to connect these dots and make that happen so that you can fit in. Like, right, you were hardwired that way. Mm-hmm. Don't get taught this. You come out going, instinct, I got to do this, right? Yeah. If you go to a brand new movie theater and see a new movie and you're not sure where the garbage cans are, what do you do? Follow the crowd. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> to dump your empty popcorn thing in and, and that's how you make that happen. This is social proof. Social proof is so powerful that it will, it can change people and get them to do things that are negative, that are against their core values, things they know not Mm. to be true. And we call that, it's the same exact same dynamic. We have a different name for it. It's called the mob mentality. Yeah. And think about Berkeley. Berkeley, this is a a very expensive school to go to, number one. And we're talking about the one up in Northern California. Number two, it's in the, one of the most expensive places to live in the country. Mm -hmm. I think 57% of the average paycheck in the Bay Area, San Francisco area goes to uh, housing. Wow. Expensive as all get out. And it's just on the other side of the Bay there, Berkeley is. These are kids that largely did not come from the ghetto. They didn't come from the trailer park. Mm -hmm. They are upper middle class or downright wealthy kids that grew up in families that they know. They know not okay to physically assault anybody. Right. At all, for any reason, much less having a different political opinion than you have. Mm-hmm. They know that it's not okay to throw a chair through the front window of a private business and loot it in the town. But yet they did it. Why? Mob mentality. Everybody else was doing it, mm-hmm. right? So that's the power of broadcast. It's very intoxicating because it is extremely powerful. But back to digital. Digital is one-to-one, okay? So – it's very personal. And think about your kitchen table, Brent. Mm-hmm. One of the most sacred places you've ever had in your whole life. I will tell you that there's only three categories of people that have ever been to your kitchen table your whole life. Family and friends is mm-hmm. category number one. Category number two is friends of family and friends. So referrals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And category three, once in a blue moon, very, very rare, but a salesperson. And that salesperson is there because they got something that you want to buy, that you're thinking about you need, whether it's aluminum siding, a new roof, insurance, God knows what, okay? Right. But they're there, they're at the kitchen table, and whether you guys want to, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you believe it or not, and whether you like it or not, at the very first beginning of that one-to-one interaction at the kitchen table, you are not concerned about the product, the quality, the brand, the terms, What's going to happen? There's something you have to get out of the way first. And that is, do I think that this person gives a crap about me and my family? Yeah. Because if they do, if you feel like they do, then you're going to go on and you're going to start to talk about the quality, the terms, the product. Mm -hmm. How's this going to work? What's it going to cost me? Blah, blah, blah. If you don't feel that they give a crap about you in a one-to-one thing, do you care about the price, Brent? <laughs> Not so much. Uh-uh. You're like, I, I, you don't care if they're giving it away. Yeah. Get out of yeah. my house. I'm not trusting okay? you. So 
Here's the illustration. Imagine Axel Rose, same delivery, and she's at your kitchen table now, standing on your kitchen table. Same delivery, same message, same tone. Brian, get yourself out of the air! Come on! <laughs> I'm you, kick him back outside into the November rain. I mean, it's awkward, right? You're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. But think about that. Totally works over here on broadcast. Mm-hmm. Totally doesn't work here on a one-to-one situation. In fact, it has the opposite effect. It's a turnoff. Because it's in somebody's hand in their phone talking just to them. Yeah. When you are on stage in front of, whether it's five people or 50,000 people, and you have the power as an entertainer to get that crowd in the palm of your hand, that's the power of broadcast, okay? Mm -hmm. But when you go to do business, let's say with a booking agent that you really want to do business with, or you have your first label meeting, mm-hmm. or your songwriter gets your first publishing meeting. Are you going in there going, I'm the best, come out! Everybody stand up and clap your hands! Like, no, 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 no. 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 You're, you're thinking about it totally different, right? Like, what can I do for this person? How can I impress him? Like, what, because it's, there's, the crowd doesn't factor in on a one-to-one relationship. And mm-hmm. so the crowd shouldn't factor in in the way that you present your content on digital. Right. So how many times, Brent, have we talked about what can you do for them? Mm -hmm. Right. It's like if you had that first publisher meeting, like you're not expecting to win them over. Whereas I'm telling my artist, we got a Laura on our first tour right now. I'm telling her like, okay, this is a hardcore crowd you're opening up for. Um, She's direct support for this band called Texas Hippie Coalition, which is heavier than she is. Mm -hmm. It's, It's Musically, it's not the perfect match, but it's a great first tour for her to go out on. She's doing really good, by the way. She's killing it. But it's the opposite. You got to go win them over. Yeah. You've got to win them over. Win five people over and the rest of the room will follow. Mm-hmm. Why? Because everybody else is doing it, right? Yeah. Not the case that we preach about one-to-one interactions when you're going in to talk to that publisher for the first time or for that label the first time. You're thinking, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. Or let's just create a relationship first and let's just kind of take it from there because they're not just going to hop on board because everybody else is doing it because there is no everybody else. So, When you're trying to grow your content, you know, know the background of the accounts you follow. How did they amass their audience? Was it through broadcast or was it legitimately through digital? A broadcast platform is vastly different. It's not personal. Whose audience is created on a digital platform? This is where you're going to find the kind of content that can help you. Some great feeds to go look at. Check out OK Go, the band. I think their handle on Instagram is actually OK Go. This is the band, if you don't recognize the name, I'll bet you've seen the video because they had this amazing, they started with this amazing video where the singer's sister worked at a gym or something like that. And so they Mm -hmm. borrowed, I think, like 12 treadmills and created and lined them up and they created the orchestrated and not orchestrated. What's the word I'm looking for when you dance, when you choreography, choreographed. They choreographed this whole video with 12 running treadmills that just was so visually fascinating. Mm -hmm. 
that it became this massively viral video and blew them up. And they used to have a record deal, but the record deal didn't do a lot for them. I, they were completely independent at this time, I believe. And, or if they did have a deal, it was, a, it was an indie deal and they didn't have any money. And mm-hmm. so they're just trying to figure out how the heck are we going to grow our audience? And so they did this crazy video with, if you haven't seen the, the go to OK Go on YouTube and watch this video. So now that's become their thing, right? So they have another video where now they got more money because they blew up with this one video and now they're mm-hmm. selling tickets and they've, they've developed this brand name. They did another zero gravity video where they're in one of those planes Oh that, yeah, that goes up and down and, and literally have 30 seconds of no gravity and they're shooting, floating through this plane and they're like, they literally just, just open up cans of paint <laughs> in zero gravity and let it fly. And if you can't not watch it, it's yeah. just, but it's entertaining, right? So they understand on digital, you've got to inspire them, entertain them or inform them. They chose entertain and you can see that. And then the other video they have is, I think it's a wall of, it might be like 40, printers high imagine like the little printer that you probably have in your house right now that little mm-hmm. easy printer. they had like a wall of them that were 40 high and i don't know maybe 40 or 50 long and they have each of these printers is programmed to shoot out these as they shoot out the paper you know if you don't have that little thing that sticks out that holds yeah, on the, the tray paper, to hang it yeah it's and it fall just off. falls out so it falls down this wall and it creates images like huge images like that each one of these printers has like a little piece like a mosaic wow. It's incredible, right? I mean, it's so freaking creative. Not things that you can do, but these guys broke on digital. Look at their feet, right? Mm-hmm. Look at what they're doing. There's a lot more personal stuff. Them with their families. Them with their, mm-hmm. like, we're the regular guys kind of a thing. Lindsay Sterling, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-S-T-I-R-L-I-N-G. Lindsay Sterling. Look at her feed. Noah Guthrie, we've talked about him many times on the podcast, broke on YouTube. Check out his feed. Janet Kramer's got a pretty good feed. I mean, she had a hit song on, on the radio, but then really what happened to her? Like she fell into the, oh, you're a female country artist and you right, can't be in the yeah. radio story. So these are some good, I just want to direct you to some really good accounts that have, that are, these are artists who blew up on digital. Go try to find these artists, look at their feeds, and that's what you want to fashion your feed from. That's how you'll get into growth because if you're trying to do what Casey Musgraves and Carrie Underwood is doing, it's not going to work for you unless you're becoming famous somewhere else on a broadcast platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. Otherwise it just looks obnoxious because you're not famous yet. So it's like, Oh, look at the wannabe. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the way it comes across. Right. So, but, but when you're saying, Hey, we love Metallica, you love Metallica. We love coffee. You love coffee. By the way, we're also a freaking metal band and we're awesome. Mm-hmm. Check us out. Now we're starting. Now we're talking about how to create a culture and people that are really going to say, oh, they're going to just be forced to comment like, I freaking love Metallica. Yeah, yeah. Love coffee. And then love weapons of the new, too. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. Make it All about right. them. Look at us. Yep. This is the regular battle that we have. And this is part of our job in this podcast is to educate you on you know, know the horse that you're riding. Digital is a different animal than broadcast. It requires a different saddle. You got to feed it different things in order for it to thrive and to live and to breathe. And if you're trying to do on digital what you do on broadcast, then it's not going to work. For one second, don't think that it's working digitally for, for Carrie Underwood. For mm-hmm. that, you know, they're, no, 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 they're on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. And they're on TV. That's what they're doing. Does Kim Kardashian still get a million dollars per post at 
10 years after she's doesn't have a TV show anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. So you have to know that you're trying to grow on digital and you've got to present, you've got to honor the platform and you've got to present stuff that's good for them. Don't let them forget you're an artist. Okay. Don't let them do that. But there's lots of ways you can kill those birds with a stone too, with mashups or with cover songs Mm -hmm. where I'm giving you something the consumer doesn't know me from a can of paint and you can judge me on it. I'm going to let you be that vulnerable, let you judge me. and I'm going to kill it. And then also you're going to be like, oh, this is great. You got your own stuff too. Oh, let me listen to it. Oh, this Mm -hmm. is cool. Now, now if I'm looking at those pictures of you doing live shows and you've got your glamour shots and you look like a star, it means more. Yeah. Right. It means more. It's real. It's legit. So anyway, that's the end of that. Guys, a couple things here. We are available for consultation. If you want some help with this, some different ideas on, what we can do to try to help you brand and present content that's going to get you into growth, send us an email at info at daredevilproduction.com. Put consultation in the subject line and we will set up a time, get it on the books, and we'll be able to get with you and just give you some one-on-one consultation. Give you some, when you leave, I promise you're going to have momentum. You're going to have a much clearer picture of what you got to do. You're going to be much more efficient and you're going to see the needle move. Okay. And then for those of you who haven't done it already, please download the free PDF that I put together. It's 21 biggest reasons you don't have a bigger audience. These basic 21 things are are some of the biggest problems we run into. And it's a mindset thing. It's like the way that you're viewing it. And we're trying to untie the knot of how you are marketed to through a broadcast platform so that you're not trying to reverse engineer that and apply that to your digital platform. Just go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, and just tell us where to send it, and we'll give you that download for free and stay connected with you and let you know all the other stuff that's coming up. Anything you want to add to that, brother? Man, I think that's good. I think just looking at the Instagram post of what you're doing with like Weapons of a New and some of that other stuff, I think is cool, and I can tell they fill out your big old questionnaire. Yeah. Yes, they did. No, that's right. That's I right. can tell. So that's what I was looking at going, oh yeah, look at that. Oh yeah. I bet they, yeah. And the, oh, look, they, one of the guys does snakes. He raises snakes. There we go. Okay. Well, I'm well, we got a picture on there. We got some good images, you know, yeah. and we're getting some good. So it's still, by the way, this is a tiny account. I mean, we, we just started with them. It's a little baby. Yeah. We start last week and a half ago. They had like 530 followers on Instagram. Now we've got, I think we're close to 700 it's growing. We're getting more and more engagement from it. It's becoming more and more real. So yeah. anyway, guys, that's this podcast exists. Why are we talking about this stuff? Because we want you to win. Okay. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 